The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome, welcome. Today is an episode that I have debated a little bit about um, these past months on whether or not I was going to share our story in regards to this topic. The topic in itself is quite taboo and um, I don't know why, uh, but I guess it's just the way that society has created the stigma that is attached to it. Uh, But I felt the need to share because I don't think any woman should live in shame for making a decision that is right for her or right for her family. And this was a decision that Eden and I made together and that is why he's joining me on the podcast today. This topic may be harmful or triggering to some. I don't expect everyone to agree or support with, with our decision, but it is ultimately my body, our choice. And I wanted to just bring awareness to the fact that producer courts finds out through halfway through the episode that, you know, one third of the population do choose to terminate pregnancies. And uh, we decided to do that as a couple. And I wanted to share our experience to hopefully shed some light, some insight in or even just support for those that are suffering in silence and not talking about it. And whether or not you agree with my decision, our decision, sorry, or not, it's ultimately ours and I request that you respect that. If you are someone that has experienced this and feels alone or haven't had any support, please feel free to slide into my DMs at with Love Ash or at Flawed and Fabulous underscore podcast and I will be happy to chat with you more there. In saying that, if you feel like you need any professional support, please reach out to a professional. We have listed some contacts in the show notes and, yeah, I hope you enjoy today's episode. You can hear how uncomfortable I am at the start of the podcast addressing the topic because I didn't know how to get into it. But once we get going, um, the, the reason why we chose to share this really shines through and it is to serve a purpose to create more awareness, reduce the stigma and open the conversation and the support for others. So without further ado, it's today's episode. And back by popular demand, it's Eden. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome, Eden. Um, today's episode is a little bit different. Um, Courtney, producer Courts, is back in the um, interview hot seat, um, keeping us on track because Eden and I are coming in to talk about a recent life event that happened to us. Um, but before we get stuck into that, it's angel cards. Have you pre-shuffled, Eden? Yep. All pre-shuffled. What you got? <laughs> Life purpose. Life purpose. Read out your little bit there. Does Eden do these cards very much at home with you? We used to do them a lot more than what we do them now. Like, I haven't done them for a long time. Do you believe in that, Eden? Um, sometimes I suppose it pops up with a bit of a meaning, but we'll see what this one has to say. The purpose of your life is to serve in a way that brings great joy to yourself and others. Don't worry about finding your purpose. Instead, focus upon serving a purpose and then your purpose will serve you. 
This card comes as a reminder that you needn't struggle to find your life purpose. Don't worry about how to make good money in a meaningful career. Don't concern yourself with quitting or starting jobs or professions. Instead, follow the path of your natural desires, talents and passions with the full intention of bringing joy to yourself and others. Your life purpose doesn't need to be defined or pinpointed. It's a process, not a category. Additional meanings for this card. Give all worries about money or career to God and the angels. You're on the right path towards your life's purpose. Focus on one step at a time with respect to your life's purpose and release fears about the future to the angels. What you're doing right now is part of your life's purpose. It's a bloody long one, that one, right? right? Lots of yeah. purpose. Purpose, but have you struggling with your purpose lately? A little bit, yeah, oh. for sure. Now on the head. Mm-hmm. There we go. We had a conversation actually, I'm going off track, um, the other day when we were like, okay, what do we want for like this year? Like what is like the three things that like you want to like focus on and be like the best at? And Mm. I was like, said my three things and then bless Eden. Like he's like, I want to be the best dad I can be. And I was like, I want to build a house (laughs) and I want to do this. And I'm like, you're making me feel terrible. (laughs) But you're already very good dad. So, but it was nice to hear that. I was like, oh, that wasn't even on my radar. That's not my focus, (laughs) but it's good to see someone's focusing on the children. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that means you should retire and focus on the children. Oh, Manny, you love that. (laughs) That's my life purpose, is it? (laughs) One of them. Yeah. One of them. That's a lot of people's life purposes, mm-hmm. a lot of women. Definitely. So. And that's what mm. I've been trying. I've been trying to have that conversation. Dad can that have it just as much as mum can have it. hundred percent. And that's why I'm like there. It's, it's totally normal for like a female to stay at home and do that. But I've seen a lot of men crossing over. Um, one of my friends I recently just saw um, her share a story about her partner, like stepping down from his role to like let her career take off. And he's going to be the the stay at home dad. What's the abbreviation of that? The sad? What's an abbreviation of <laughs> the stay at home mum? It's like people write it. Oh, like, do they? Stay I, at, I guess I stay. never saw that and S- ignore yeah. it. S A H M. Oh. Well, wasn't I listening to the other day or talking to someone or watching? I don't know, my immuno brain. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, share that. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll finish this okay, thought. Sorry. Otherwise, I'll yeah. forget the okay. next thought. <laughs> Um, and then someone was saying that, like, the way that we speak about, like, men looking after their kids is like, oh, baby, seeing the kids oh. tonight, dad. And it's like, well, no. Like, even They're now mine. when I was like, Manny, it's like, not really. You're the dad. It's the yeah. same as the mum. And it's so, it happens all the time. So who's got the kids tonight? Oh, he didn't. Oh, he's babysitting. I'm like, not really babysitting when it's your own. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, he's so good to do that. But yeah. no one says, like, you're such a good mum for looking after you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's that expectancy. Rude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my other thought was that I finished my final immunotherapy. Is that what you were yes, leading towards? Yes, yes. My final immunotherapy Yay! session yesterday. Woo! I cannot believe that. Well, you probably can, but 12 months. I wow. Know. 52 weeks and the doctor called me I actually me think yesterday. it must I was be like, oh my God. we've just had our one year from our Sydney trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that was – I did that just after my fertility yep. um, procedure and then – What happened with that? They just froze my eggs. So they just yeah. sit, yeah. So they just okay. sit there. Just I'm sit not allowed there. to have any children until I get my five years old. Yeah. So, like, they'll just sit there yeah. if I choose to use them when I'm 800 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but they're frozen. Five years from now, I'll be pretty old. But then they're funny, them, and yeah. they'll be at the, like, fresher age. Yeah. I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe I they could go like eggs. Kanye Kim route and do the surrogate thing. Totally. Perhaps? Who knows? They definitely need to bring that into – can you do it here? You can do yeah. it here, it's, but usually I think there's like all these rules. It can only be for medical reasons, which I would assume I would. Well, in that category. Yeah. And yeah. you can't actually pay them. So in America you can make a lot of money, but you can't pay anyone to do it here. So yeah. it's like people that are just offering their time and then you just pay for like their medical services if they have to like mm. quit yeah. their job because they have to be yeah. bedridden or whatever. You have to pay for all of their medical stuff pretty much. Interesting. Yeah. That's a weird lead into the, to today's yeah, topic. Yeah, I was just thinking too. that. Yeah. I will say I'm not super educated on it. That's just what I kind of know generally. So anyway, moving on. That is a weird lead in. <laughs> Um, so I feel really nervous. How do you feel, Eden? I'm fine. Okay, that's yeah. good. I'm like, feel like I'm smiling so much that my face is, is hurting. Is that a fake smile? Yeah. Like Maybe very... turn it down a bit. We're <laughs> <laughs> all a bit scared. Look yeah. at you. Um, so I don't really know where to start, but I guess for the past few months, I've really been debating in my mind whether to share this topic or not. Um, this life experience that Eden and I it's went through. It's quite taboo, really. Yeah, it's about. quite yeah. taboo. Um, but that's what you're all about. I am taboo, that is correct. Um, oh, sharing <laughs> No, topics, sharing taboo. Not that you're yeah, taboo. Well, yeah. <laughs> I live this taboo life. Um, <laughs> no, so I battled with it for ages and I was yes and I was no and then I've been sitting on a yes for a while and I thought I'll just get through like the rest of the- Hopefully tomorrow it's not a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, delete. Um, but I really thought about it and I thought like what, what are my reasons for no and what were my reasons for yes? And as I continued to go through that, I was like my reasons for yes definitely outweigh the nose because in all honesty, I'm not ashamed of our decision, but the way that society makes you feel, I that you I should be ashamed of my choice. Yeah. And um it yeah. So Eden and I basically I don't even know like how to like say it. But Maybe we just start with like when when did this all occur? Like where yeah. was the starting point for this? So um I had mentioned in a few podcasts along the way that at um, in about October last year there was a, a life experience between Eden and I um, that affected um, like my health, my mental health and how I was feeling um, and it kind of just sent me a little bit down the rabbit hole of becoming very like lethargic and um, I was finding it hard to get my momentum back um and that was that Eden and I in um like mid-October found out that we were pregnant we were uh, both pregnant we were both pregnant oh yeah. <laughs> maybe if we, you we were pregnant baby, were, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and earlier in the year with um COVID um I feel like I'm a big manifester of like situations mm, um during COVID definitely. we had sat and had a conversation, um, even though everyone knew how, like, against having more children I was, um, that was because we had been started experiencing our life together. The kids were older. We were doing lots of travelling, something that I'd never really done before, and I was really enjoying that part, that freedom part of my life, which came with the kids being older. Then COVID hit, and I feel like many other people, they sat down and reevaluated their lives and what they wanted for themselves and came the big... Um, quarantinis <laughs> everyone started speaking about and I was like and a lot of drinking we drank a lot of wine I'm like what do you feel about a baby he was like what like it came from me <laughs> wow. took me by surprise yeah and then surprise. we spoke about it for a little while and then we're like nah 
then October came. <laughs> Your body was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, it shouldn't really have been like a massive shock to us considering we were like using the pull-out method. Um, oh. <laughs> so if we weren't yeah, being like... Yeah, it works really well. <laughs> <laughs> well so we... so uncomfortable right now. It's <laughs> yeah. right hearing the level of her laughter. <laughs> We talked about some heavy shit on this podcast. I know, I yeah. but like, What's wrong? I feel my stop it, my face. Um, so, because so you're not endorsing that method for like contraception. No. I see. Yeah, That's good. To so hear. we were not mature in our um, level of safety against the pregnancy. Right. Um, so obviously that's changed um, since. This life experience. Um, I don't know why I keep calling it that. I need another word. So Ash was pregnant? Is that I was what pregnant. You yeah, I was pregnant. You finally said it. I've said it. So I was pregnant and we then had to have another conversation about, oh, well, actually, Eden first, um, when I started to notice the signs that I was pregnant, which for me are very strong, strong signs, I was like, you need to get a pregnancy test. And I made him go buy it because I'm like, you did this. And I don't want to go and buy a pregnancy test so you can go and buy More it. More mature stuff going More mature. on. I'm so mature. Mm. Um, and so Eden came home with an ovulation test and I'm like, oh. we don't need this one. <laughs> We've managed. the wrong one. I didn't read it. didn't realise there were so many tests. There's something to pee on. That's enough. Yeah. And I was like, been waiting like all morning, like the anxiety. I'm like, I know it's, and, I don't even need. And the lady and the chemist actually knows Ash and it's, I've been in there once before and she said, oh, you're Ash's partner. <gasps> And I was like, it's just a little chemist, so she's always there. And I'm like, the only chemist nearest, to, close to our house is there. Yeah. So I'm like, this girl's going to think we're having a baby. Yeah. At least but trying. I, with yeah, trying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, when he got home, I was like furious. I was like, mate, you just had one thing to do, like read, read the damn box. And they're like, I'm not going back there. You have to go back. Well, both of you are so mature. <laughs> And we've done this before. Like, oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, got the right test and have peed on the stick and at no surprise within, like, three seconds, my pregnancy hormones have shown up with the two pink lines and I was like, fuck. Um, then what was Eden like? Was he like, fuck? Mm, yeah, I was. I was like, fuck as well. <laughs> Again, mature response. It's a big decision and, like, obviously being that it's such a big decision, we probably should have been more careful with our choices. Uh, I decided no earlier in the year. Yeah. How long did we sit on it for? A couple of weeks? I think it was about two. Yeah. It was about two, which for me, um, I get HG with pregnancies, which is hyperemesis gravadium, um, which is – Violently ill. Violently ill. Just like really extreme morning sickness. Yeah, all day, all night. And ultimately ends in you going to hospital, being on IVs. Like I don't eat anything. I just chomp on ice. Like I get really unwell, vomit all day, like all day. It's not like. There's got to be a concern for a baby in there too at that time. Yeah. (laughs) Eden was like, um. Nutrients. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, the baby's fine. I have two others that survived. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, that was part of the reason that that kicked in again so early, that that was really part of our decision-making process that, I'm out for the count. Like that's like a nine-month commitment of being in bed and not looking well at all um, and not being able to 
be there for Eden. Our kids really do anything. It's like really like the baby is like sucking the life out of you. And when you are 100% committed to having a baby, you're like, this is what I need to do to have a baby. And it's worth it. Um, When you're umming and ahhing, and then you start thinking, oh, if we have this baby, and you know, it was it was a hard decision for someone like me that's been so, like, no, our family's complete and it's already hard enough. Like, we don't need this. Um, it was way harder than I expected to mm. actually. Like one day, I swear we check in like three times a day. Well, on a scale of like one to ten, like, what are you feeling? Is it are you a yes or a no? <laughs> like, and it was different every day, and then yeah. it just was like we can't let this go on for too long. Um, so we I think ultimately if you weren't a hundred percent yes then or both of us weren't a hundred percent yes then we wouldn't have proceeded. Yeah, and I think as like it continued and the sickness got more, like the 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 yeses started to lessen and there mm. did start to be more no's. So we kind of had to then go. Oh, and what were the no? Can we can we talk through the yeah, the yeses of course. And the no's? Yeah. So, what were your no's? Um, Eden. Probably start with the yeses. Yeah. Yeses were probably uh, I'd like Easton to have a blood related sibling, um, and I'd also like to have uh, you know or thought I would like to have a baby with with that was ours. Yeah. Um, the no's are going back into having a baby when the boys are now independent and sort of pretty well grown up. So um, a massive change of life, change of car, change of so much stuff with four kids as opposed to three. Um, and yeah, three is really, yeah, three is busy enough. Three is really busy. So four, I would hate to imagine what that would have been like. So. And it's also really hard because um, a lot of our close friends have just started to like start their families and they have little babies and watching the boys with those little babies, like they're so cute and they all want to hold and they like pat their heads and they softly kiss them and they're so gentle in comparison to their day-to-day life that it's so nice to watch. But then you're like, is this just because we're at someone's house? Like, yeah. when we get home, does that novelty wear it's one off? Of them try and yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do like, sort of yeah, they mm. like putting them in the back of their bike and like taking <laughs> yeah. them for a ride or something. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot harder than what I thought. And what um, were your yeses and noes, Ash? Um, my probably only yes was to um, was I was doing it for Eden more blending. Mm. Yeah, I was my number one that I love Eden so much that I was like, you're an amazing dad. I don't think I'd be like on my own. He's working on it. Yeah, it's a life purpose. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But he really is so hands on with the boys and he holds other people's babies and I'm like. Good boy, taking it for the team. And then they start crying and I put them down. Um, So I wasn't worried about the support or anything yeah, like pretty that. Pretty much said if I, if I wanted it, then we'd have it. And if, if not, yeah, it was a I no. did so kind of throw it. ended up being my decision, really. Yeah. But then did you tough. also feel like a bit of heaviness? Like I know ultimately deep down she doesn't want it. Yeah. Did yeah, that for sure. Weigh on you a bit? Yeah, definitely. But it wouldn't have persuaded my decision. Okay. Mm. And Ash, your nose were obviously like the trauma that you go through from being yeah. pregnant. Yeah. And then I was like, what if I have another boy? 
I'm like, I don't think I can deal with another boy. I just don't think, I'm like, if there's that much of an age gap, I think I was like, I'm done with like, well, I'm not done with being a boy mom because they're still there. But um, like I've experienced so much of that now. And as they are getting older and they go on their motorbike trips and they go hang out and do things with Eden and it's really boy orientated. And although I'm trying to work on being a fun boy mom, there are things that I like to do when I'm like, oh my God, they went and got their nails done together or they like going to do like girly things that. I'm like, oh, like I've never actually experienced that, that I was starting to be like, oh, if it was a girl, like it would be special, like it wouldn't matter the age gap because like she'd just be like this little girl on her own. But then I started to feel like if it's another boy, there's such a big age gap, like when this baby would start prep, they would be starting high school Mm. and we're starting at prep, like it's like so big of an age gap and we really had to be like, this is, this That's is another like. another sort of 15 to 16 years starting again. Yeah. Because once the kids get, you know, they're sort of, the boys are six, seven and eight, about to turn nine. Mm-hmm. Another four or five years, they're going to be really independent doing their own thing. Whereas we have a newborn, you're back to the start. That yeah. was pretty. And then I feel like you almost see another one. Like, like, because then there's be such a big, friends. Yeah, yeah, to be for like, I wasn't an only child. So for me, it just, I naturally remember my childhood with my brother yeah. that even though, um, the, the, the boys would be around, they wouldn't really be like yeah, socializing too much, but it happens. Page. Like people do it. It was just like me analyzing like what I had in my life and what I did. And even though I was a brother and a sister duo, we still did so much together. So, and then we knew that if we made this decision that there was no, like, again later. Yeah. How how hard was that knowing, like, given your ages and stuff, that this could probably be the final choice? Yeah. Well, we kind of had more, well, I had the mentality that if we're making this decision now, how can we then turn around, which we can if we wanted to, but in like two or three years time and say, well, let's do it now. Yeah. Like we've kind of made like more of a pact now to say that. Which we always had. Yeah. We'd always decided or a conversation had always been that we didn't want more kids. But when yeah. it's actually there and you've got to make the decision there and then, that's a big difference as opposed to talking about something. Well, yeah, hypotheticals and reality yeah. are two different things. Yeah. yeah. And it was. It was tough. And how much did – because I think also it is a bit taboo for women to talk about – that their career is mm-hmm. important over like having another child Definitely. and like how much did that sort of impact you? Cause I know you've got a lot mm-hmm. of goals and things for this year specifically. That was massive. That yeah. Was I massive. think it would, if we did decide to go to have the, have the child, we would have had a lot of support, but. Yeah. Um, and I had obviously um, just done all of my training and things like that, that I had put a lot of effort into um, for a career change. Um, so that definitely played on my mind that I'd be taking a massive step back, um, where I was kind of like, even at the time, like, but will you like take that role? Was there a consideration that you would continue working and you would stay at home, Eden? Spoke about it. Yeah. Spoke about it. Um, like obviously the, the, the biggest part is that I'm so unwell for nine months. That's true. That it's not so, like, I've had relatively easy um, children, like <laughs> until they turn two, um, but like as babies, they slept through, they rarely it's, cried. It's they, very sick. Yeah. I don't think I've even seen you that sick hungover. <laughs> and you've been pretty sick. 
He's spewing true. Sinks. true. Did it shock you a little bit, Eden? Yeah. Because obviously you haven't really yeah. been around when she had the other kids. Well, I've looked after Jess violently ill and then seeing Ash, I'm like, what is this? Why are you so sick? Yeah. That's not funny. Being that it's it like, like just crazy. a pregnancy as opposed to like having yeah, cancer. cancer. And then she, yeah. Which, funnily enough, I took cancer nausea medicine through my pregnancies. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had Zofran wafers that I would just chew on like all day and they were so expensive then they didn't give them as a script so it was a hundred dollars a packet and you had 10 tablets in a packet so I would like crack them in half and be like I'll have half now and it like and it like luckily it dissolved because I would never have been able to swallow it like it would have come straight back up so it's just so particular with food like I would bring down something buttered the wrong way and I'd have to take it back (laughs) or like She'd send me to the shops and say, I need this with this sauce. I remember going to the <laughs> shop going, I need sweet and sour sauce. And they don't sell it at Woolworths. No, they don't. You have to go, <laughs> and I know, I'm I like, fucking, the other day. I'm going I was like, up and down the aisle like, fuck, she's going to flip. <laughs> I'm asking people, they're like, what are you, I'm like, there's got to be here. She sent me here. She knows everything. It's, it's so weird because <laughs> like you can just get it at McDonald's, but then <laughs> you can't even can't get, get it at Woolworths. No. So I've come back without it and I was in trouble. Yeah. Then. It was it's like the only thing you got even kicked out. Yeah, and I was just and what it's was so just the weirdest foods Rice. too, like just oh, like, plain yeah. spaghetti and just because I knew what I had some to of the eat. Other things you were eating, just the just the most plainest, weirdest stuff. I don't know. It starts off like I'll have I'm okay, but I'll have like dry food. So I might have a lot of bread white bread have. with like potato chips in it. Mm, I remember oh, that, And that's yeah. fine. So and, I'm going to have lunch. Uh, yeah, I'm, yum. I'm having her. My Delicious. tummy grumbling. She's buddy. Love <laughs> that. Yeah. No, like like packet chips. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam loves them with like, um, light and tangy oh, and butter. Yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah, so um, oh, I feel like the need to have one. So it starts like that, but I didn't know I was pregnant then. And I'm like, I really feel like this. Oh, that's and then I had that. Assistant. Can we get them onto it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it like progresses to being like hydrate icy poles and like trying to eat something and then just being like, I don't want to vomit that up. And not like, even moving out of bed. Yeah. Just full 24 hours in bed. Yeah. Longer than that. But shower assistance. Lucky there's a pub like... across the road. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit there. Yeah, I'm upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> just ring the bell. I left yeah. And like bed. the smell of your partner just becomes like so extreme. Oh, God. Yeah. Like I remember saying to my mum when I was pregnant with the boys, I was like, horn stinks. Like <laughs> the smell of him makes me feel ill. And she's like, what do you mean? And like it's just like your senses are so heightened. You're like a sniffer dog. And I'm like, I don't know if he smells like dirt or like what he smells like, but he stinks and I don't want him to sleep next to me. And then, yeah, same thing came with Eden. He was smelly too. Like the breath, like sleeping next to someone, you're just like a sniffer dog, like 24-7 that anything sets you off. It's probably the beer from the pub. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we've had the decision-making process. What was the final decision? So obviously I am not with child. Um, we, Vikings. <laughs> Vikings reference. Um, but, yeah, it, that that's what we we decided to do together. And that was two weeks in? Yeah, that was yeah. two weeks in, which saw me be maybe about seven and a half weeks pregnant. Okay. And what's the process from there once you've decided? So this was not my first termination. I had had one when I was... 21 and that was with Horn um, and that was when we first started seeing each other very early on in our relationship um, and that just was definitely not the right time given that we weren't 
really in a solid relationship and I was 21. Um, so I had a um, surgical termination for that one. And, and that's when you go into the surgery, go, the doctor's yeah, surgery. Yeah, the clinic. Do it there. Go yeah. down to the clinic and Big which is blue sign. which is not a nice experience. I didn't even um, know it was it was illegal. Did you have to go over the border? Was it legal in Queensland then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. No. For some reason I thought it was not. Yeah. Fine. No, it might have just happened, but yeah, yeah, it was not in not illegal at that point. Thank God. That would have freaked me out. Um so I had experienced that, which was a very confronting experience, probably more so being twenty one and having no idea what you're walking into and yeah so I had that memory stuck in my head and then along the way me and my friends talk about these topics all the time but I never really see it discussed anywhere else um and I know a lot of people don't tell anyone that they go through this because they feel like it's something that they should be ashamed of or it's dirty or um you know you're even I Murder. think the morning after pill when you're not even actually yeah. pregnant is like you go into the chemist and it's yeah. like, oh, God, I want anyone to hear me. You know yeah. It's like so this. taboo. Yeah, I feel Make like sure if something men right had sake, they'd be like, hey, mate, <laughs> over here. They'd be like, wouldn't even give a shit. No, and I guess also being that this time around that I'm also a mother and I know that once they're here, you do love them, it was also really hard and then I had guilt attached to my decision because I have so many friends that have been in the position of needing to do IVF or they're just longing for a child and here I am and I just feel like I was like the guilt yeah the guilt I was just I don't even know what the word is. Did you have friends that you didn't feel like you wanted to even tell because of that? Definitely. I did because I'm kind of open book like that and I'm also so unwell that everyone knows what's going okay, on if yeah. they've known me for a long time. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely wasn't ashamed within my friendship or family group to say, like, this is going on and we've got a decision to make and da-da-da-da. But when I was thinking about sharing it or not and discussing with Eden about sharing it, he was kind of like, oh, why? Like, this is private. And I'm like, but why is it private? Like, people can go on social media or wherever they want and talk about any situations just because this one's kind of frowned upon that you're doing the wrong thing. But it comes with a lot of stress and, um, you know, it it was hard. Mm. And then this time... I was like, oh, no, I heard you could just take a tablet. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. That sounds way better than going to that clinic and feeling like sitting there with other people with their eyes on you and, you know, you go under there. And I was like, I don't really want to go under. Like, is there another option? And um, I have friends that are GPs, so I also spoke to them and apparently it's come a long way since it first came about, which is called the medical yeah, I termination. I about I didn't When you said that to me, you texted yeah. me, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm so confused. Weird. And, so it, and it really sounded too good to be true, and it was. <laughs> it really, really was. So you go to the doctor, you get a pill, and you go you get, home. You get five pills. Okay. Talk yeah. us through it. So we went to a family planning doctor, which was on the Gold Coast, um, sitting in the back corner hiding with our shame. <laughs> it's in those moments you always see someone. Yeah, and you're like, what are you guys doing here? And, like, 
you don't usually go to the doctors together. So like people are obviously thinking like one of two things and we're just like, yeah, sunglasses on up the back. Um, I just wanted to interview because I've just quickly looked it up and it says here that on the website I'm looking up for about abortion, it says that between one quarter and one third of Australian women will experience an abortion in their lifetime. Wow. So it's crazy that it's so taboo and that it seems to be quite common. And it is the stigma that's on it that people don't discuss it because it's, it's a choice. Yeah. And you are choosing, not in my perspective, the negative choice. Yeah. Mm. You know, so. I suppose another thing to think about is some people find it so hard to fall pregnant mm. and yeah. that that's a big factor as And well. you've experienced that yeah. yourself. Well, I experienced yourself. that with Jess. So she had an abortion too. I can't remember what year, what age, but whatever was done within that procedure then didn't allow her to fall pregnant naturally. Yeah. So then Easton was born um, through IVF. Okay. So. What at the time might have been something that was just normal and easy to do then became well, it felt like the easy yeah. decision of being age that we don't we don't want a baby right now. Yeah. Um, end up having can cause complications. Yeah, and then when you talk to people, that's it's quite a big thing. It can ruin the the females' insides, which is a big thing to worry about. And you don't feel like you were that was explained to you when you originally had it. Or? Oh, I suppose you're sort of young and you're just like, I'm not ready, so I just it's worth the risk. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. Right, so you've got your five tablets. Got my five tablets. So you've got like painkillers, like he's reading this book to you and it, it didn't sound bad. It did sound bad. Did it? Yeah. Oh, well, I was kind the of The pain like, thing sounded really bad. He was saying I think I was like, I've had kidney stones. And he was, <laughs> then he was like, I can be in my own home. <laughs> yeah. And he's that. prescribing like full endone, on. like full-on painkillers. And I'm like, this is like. That's crazy. I wasn't even prescribed endo when I had my cancer surgery. Right. Yeah. Well, like I've had kidney stones and people tell me that's worth it, worse than childbirth. So yeah. how could this be? How could like, I, think I was just like, that? I was just like, in my head, I just was like, I can deal with pain. Sickness? Can't deal with sickness. So like, and then I was worried that when we went and saw him, that he was, gave us two options of what we were. Well, he gave us three options, but we were there for the two options. Um, and he was like, you can go, but you might not be able to get in for like a week. And I was like, oh, I don't have another week left in me. If we're not committed to doing this, like I can't be sick for another yeah. week. Um, so that kind of pushed me more into choosing the the medical option. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I can like being the planner that I am. I'm like, so I'm going to wake up, take these tablets. You're going to take the kids out for the day. So I kind of like planned it all in my head and I'm like, sounds fine, sounds fine. So go there, fill the script by so the- you were home alone. Yeah. This is like the wisest of choices. <laughs> but no. at the time I was just like- Someone take the kids away. What are we supposed to do with the children? Yeah. So I like, you know, you get your sumo pads, like maternity pads, but for the opposite. And I was like, okay. And then when we got home, I started to like, you have to take one tablet 48 hours prior to the other four tablets. And so- I was like, the anxiety like kicks in again. I'm like, what am I doing to my body? Like I've gone on a bit of a health experience of late too where I'm like, you know, put in good things, you know, stop bad choices. And I'm like, so to think about this is literally going to go into my body and destroy things going yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what else is it doing? brutal, yeah. 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 So then I was really scared but then I was like, no, we're committed. And I just swallowed the first one. I'm like, stunned. It's done. <laughs> like, it's done. But then, like, I was wigging out for, like, 48 <laughs> hours. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was very, like, and I'm still unwell. Like, it does make the illness go well. So I'm wigging out. I'm vomiting. I'm, like, halfway through. Were you stressed you would take it and you wouldn't be able to keep it down because you were so yes. sick? Yes. Mm. And that's, I, well, 
enter 48 hours later and I was really unwell. Like, cause and I that haven't, was the main thing he said. He said even though just, you throw it up, he said it's still working. Yeah. So don't feel like it's not working. That was oh, the wow. first one of the first things he said. So they, you've got your booklet. You need to like yeah. read it and stuff. So there's, I thought you just swallowed these next four tablets. You don't swallow the next four tablets. You have to put the four tablets, two on each jawline in between your lips and hold on to it for 40 minutes when I vomit every 10. So oh, I, was oh in, I was in like, I didn't know that part. And they weren't dissolving. Huh? They weren't so dissolving. And they hold them in your mouth. They, it was in your lower to gum area. They're supposed to dissolve for forty minutes. For forty minutes. So for someone that can't even swallow a Panadol, that's like a normal, usually you know, I like can't swallow a Panadol. Tablet, <laughs> so like, has to be a capsule, like in special. So these were exactly the they're like so chalky <laughs> in my jawline, and it's like seven o'clock in the morning because it takes time to kick in, and then like so they're in there. I've like put my alarm on for forty minutes, thinking Checking they were every 10 d- d- thinking they're just going to dissolve. So I've gotten to dark room, cuddling my pillow, don't vomit, don't vomit, mouth like tight, like just don't vomit, don't vomit, don't vomit. And I was, I was so freaked out. I'm like, I'm going to half do it. Like <laughs> it's not going to work. And I'm like, and then. Um, the buzz has gone off, and I'm like, you know, like they're in there. They hadn't dissolved. <laughs> they hadn't dissolved. They like weren't a even. Bit? They weren't even. They were a bit like soggy, but they weren't soft. Like they were still hard in the center, and I'm like. So was that like call the doctor? What do we do? Well, I was like, I'm gonna eat them. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like you're 18 at a nightclub again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like just. I've come this far, like. I just I don't know what else to do, but I'm not going, not waiting to see him on like Monday or Tuesday or whenever he's back at work. And so I'm like, so I've taken them out of my jaw and somehow swallowed them. Wow. <laughs> and then you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then the show happens. <laughs> kind of at waiting time was that? Mike Tyson it's punches two, you in the guts. It was two hours. Okay. Two hours and Eden has gone with the kids. I was like, just go. I'm in the dark room. Just keep your phone with you. Like, because I was afraid. I'm like, I'm going to hemorrhage. Like, because these are one of the things that can happen. And I was just like, no, stop telling yourself this. Like, you've got this. You can do this. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. So, and I didn't want the boys, like, if I'm home, they come in and out of the room. Like, yeah. they're not. They're like, why are you vomiting? And I'm like, yeah. mummy ah. drank too much. <laughs> like, well, I was such like a that's a good option. <laughs> hung over for two weeks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then it's going to be super descriptive. And I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> like, because it's like, Kind of going to sound like period related, so when it's a normal thing yeah. for like fifty percent of the population, so yes. we're all fine. <laughs> so and Eden obviously knows this story. So I really had such dull pain in my stomach, like cramping, like it was like period pain, period pain, which I don't get. Oh no, lucky you. Yeah. So I never really get period pain. So it kind of felt like I needed to do a big poo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but really lower like pain, like everywhere. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just like go sit sit on the toilet and see what happens. And then, for about half an hour, there was a lot happening. Okay. In like the pain realm, in uh, the release realm, to the point that. I thought I was going to pass out 
and I was so afraid because I was home by myself. Are we talking just like you're just going to the toilet normally or this is blood? Is this what well, I didn't about? know what – like I just felt like I had pressure okay. and then there was blood. Okay. I'm just trying to – are we yeah, getting we, diarrhea or are we getting blood? No, well, like, no there's no poo. Okay. There's okay. no poo. So um, – then I've there's literally... no food to poo out. <laughs> yeah, well. well, it's just like there was a lot happening. I like was it yeah, causing you to be? Yeah, but it was like you know? pain, cramp, like plop, like it was yeah. just like, and your body's probably going to shock. Like I don't know. Like when I had the fat freezing, I felt like I was getting to the point that I was going to faint, and I was like, oh, I'm dying, and I'm and on my own. All, they're all out of the house. They're all out of the house, and I didn't take my phone with me to the toilet, and in the the bed seemed really far away at this point. Oh, you were there for thirty minutes, and you had no phone. <laughs> Oh, that I was seeing stars. I was not looking oh, at a no. phone. Like I was like, this is like serious pain. And then I haven't really like passed out. I've just chosen the option to lay on the floor on the tiles because I was so hot and sweaty and pale and like there was I, I was not well. And I'm like, but the tiles are so nice and cold. And so you see it on the movies. Yeah. That's what they do, right? So <laughs> I've just like laid on that and then I think I've fallen asleep. I don't think I passed out. I think I've just that was a lot for my the body. Yeah. And I've just like relaxed with no pants on because well, I just, home, so just, I just had to like get to the floor and be safe on the floor. Um and then like I've kind of like woken up and I'm like one I'm alive. Is it over? <laughs> one I'm alive was the first thing that I'm like okay and I'm like Let's like creep up, and then obviously I've made a mess on the floor. I'm like, if Eden had have come home, then with me, you were dead. (laughs) Yeah, murder scene. Yeah, on the floor, no pants on, with blood everywhere, like trauma. So I'm like, no, no, I'm feeling much better. Maybe this is like the end. And for me, it was. That was like the peak of it, and everything from that was kind of like an easy ride. I just spent the day in bed, wore my nappy, and watched Netflix, and then. yeah, it was a, it was a process. I did bleed for possibly like a month afterwards. Oh wow, which was a really long time. Not heavy, like different days, it's like spotting and stuff. Yeah, and then obviously it's taking the pill, so my period's very on time now. Um, but yeah, I thought I was taking the easy option because I was embarrassed to go to a clinic and do something that I had done before, but I didn't feel good about it. Um, and like I said to, uh, my friend who has teenage daughters, I'm like, if they ever get in a predicament, don't feel like that's the easy option because they're both hard for different reasons. And then I kind of just sprung back to life after that. Mm, Straight back to life. Mentally though, how were you after that? Actually, it wasn't very good. Like I, I started to be like, did we make the right decision? Mm. Like I even sit here today and say, so did you make the right decision? Yeah. Bye. To think that if we had have said yes, there would have been like three months to go at this point, which is crazy. Like it, but like it says that now because I've been drinking and I've been out doing the things that I love and I've been happy and well, I've been working towards being happy. Um, so it's gone quick, but I could have been lying in bed for those, you know, three to four months also. And I definitely wouldn't have been saying <laughs> It's only two months to go. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I felt I yeah, I definitely still think about it. I always I actually always think about you when I think about it, obviously, because you were my in my choices mm. of doing it that I've always think, did he just say that because he wanted to 
do deep down what he knew I wanted to do? Like, did he really did he feel pressure? Yeah. Did he really answer me honestly? And he, well, I've asked you, like, I'm not. Yeah. And he's always said, yes, like I did. But like. Well, just here now, did, when I asked, he said it wouldn't have mattered. I still would have decided what I wanted to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. It was just more like, you know, when you're like, you, I was like, not that I was like trying to dig for it, but I was like, I'd rather you like tell me like when we're not having an argument or something. And then it come up later and I isn't like taken. You're like, you back. made me. Yeah, yeah like, you made me do it. Yeah, which it has I not. Ha- different circumstances. If we only had two kids, I probably would have been 100% yes. But because we've got three, four is just, it's just hard. It's a big change of life. It's a new car, as you new said. New car. Like, and then you kind of fit. Not yeah, my like, car. I'm a seven-seater you know, already. Like if you want to go and do something, <laughs> asking someone to look after four, four kids, kids or splitting yeah. them up yeah. all the time. It's just a, it's a big difference. Yeah. From three. And three is hard enough. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, one can be hard, two can be hard, three can, like, you never know what you're going to get. And that's also what I was like, I've been very blessed to have well-behaved babies. I, what if we have colic or like all these things? And, you know, if there's any cracks in a relationship, a baby sure as shit, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it way harder. Um, but we are such a good team already with what we we're doing that I wasn't worried about sharing the load um, it was just more like restarting our life again when we both kind of agreed that nothing was missing. And also it is a period in your life that you haven't really experienced with each other. No. So also you can be really strong, but mm. you don't know because you've never been through those late nights and vomiting mm-hmm. and like, you know, you've been feeling like a, I guess like some, a lot of women describe it as like feeling like a cow because like a milk yeah. machine and then like not feeling, you know, sexual. Like there's yeah. like the whole mm. things that you guys missed all of that with each other. As well, we dropping often. Them, what about dropping him off at prep and them saying, "Say goodbye to your granddad." Because <laughs> 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 you'd be forty odd, like no, you'd be early forties. I feel I like that's a common, common age now. now yeah. Like I feel like when I like Ryder's about to turn nine and I'm thirty five. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, what was I doing? <laughs> like I should have waited. Um, but yeah, it it was just. Hey, I don't regret. I don't regret our decision. I think it. No, I don't choice. regret our. I don't regret our decision. I think it was just. It would have been something nice to do with each other, um, if it suited us, and you know, to have that connection between mm. our families. Also, um, yeah, there, there. Look, there really was a lot more pluses than. I felt when, like, on an emotional level, but on a, like, logistical level, it just seemed so freaking hard. It seemed, like, so, so hard to get, like, it is really hard to get a babysitter. (laughs) 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 It is really hard. Um, And, uh, you know, our families had, like, asked us to. And, like, no one was really, like, against it. Like, they see how hard it is with three but they see also how much we care for each other and that it would have would have been nice. But, yeah, it just really, but at the end of it, wasn't for us and mm. we've made that decision now and it can't be undone really. But, mm. like, I, don't, I wouldn't undo it anyway, um, especially when I <laughs> look at my bestie who doesn't sleep. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> her baby sleeps every 20 minutes. Oh, so it only sleeps for 20 minutes. Oh, God. So I'm like, nah, <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but, yeah, is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah. No? 
from a male's perspective? Because that's what you are. No, I think that's about it. Do men talk about it? Did you tell any of your friends? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but we don't go into depth. We don't get full deep. Yeah, it's just a conversation. Or were they just like most, fair enough most, made or? Yeah, most of our friends or most of my friends have definitely been through it more than once with different partners. So it's almost just like uh, the norm. Yeah, I think our friends were actually shocked that we decided to not go ahead with it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I that, don't think our close friends were, no. No, I think that they wanted us to do it mm. for themselves. <laughs> Yeah, when I told mum, she was sort of like, oh, we should, she was pretty keen. Yeah. But, um, well, it's like, easy for grandparents, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very right. different yeah. ride for them. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, so. And did you think about the impact that it might have on the boys? Like mm. you, you talked about like the nice stuff, but also the fact that like they're all kind of bonded after like losing a parent. They had that experience together and how this new baby would not have any history of any of that stuff mm-hmm. and they'd have both their parents alive, yeah. like what that could cause in the dynamic? It yeah, it was was definitely um well it was a, the big yes was for the boys, for the boys, something to tie them together, something to tie the whole family together. That was the biggest yes out of the whole thing. But what Courtney's saying is like as in the opposite, that this yeah. baby is like equally loved. And we've discussed this many times about, you know, you love your own children more than you love anyone else's. Like that's just natural. Um, but then it would be this like yeah. in our life, this child could have possibly been like the shining star, like, yeah. you know, the show the stealer. Felt like, yeah. Yeah, or like mum or dad is devoting all their time and, it, you know, our life's fucking hard enough. Mm. <laughs> like I don't want to deal with that That might like from a neck to have to go with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, here we go, another year. <laughs> You're like begging her, please, can you come back? <laughs> maybe after Courtney said that, now I'm thinking maybe we should have had it. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, and I mean, like, the boy's going to become, you don't know yeah, how they would react no, to it. No, yeah, you don't. Sure. And that, that's the thing, like, part of the reason why, like, I was so nervous at the start of this podcast to share it that I was giggling like a five-year-old schoolgirl um, is because I really wanted to let other people know that go through it that you don't have to not talk about it. Like, it, while it feels like a really lonely process and even with your partner, if – or you might not have a partner, you've just got yourself into a situation and you need to take care of business, um, it's it's very isolating because it is you and your body. But then I wanted Eden to be here because he definitely went through it too and it was all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas of what our family could look like, um, what do we want it to look like, and we really did make the decision together, which I'm grateful for um and I, I i guess i didn't really want to be like a hypocrite even though like I, I choose to share and there's some things that can be left private and that's completely fine when it came to this i was i just felt torn for ages as i said but i really did want others to know that if this is happening to you if it has happened to you you don't have to like shy away from having the conversation and like I can say the first time around I felt dirty going to the actual clinic the second time around I felt so frazzled by what the fuck that was um that if you're kind of just going through it on your own and not talking to anyone it can be quite harmful 
I feel. So whether it's professional support, your partner's support, your friend's support, like one third of the population um, are going through it, but I don't see it spoken about anywhere. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it's kind of a a weird topic in Australia because it's such a massive thing in America. Mm -hmm. It's like literally what presidents ride or die on, whether Mm -hmm. they're for or against abortion. Our leaders don't even – it's not really even a topic that's even – like you were just like, I don't know if – uh, no. I, I thought it was made legal in a, in Queensland in like 2018. So right. it was even then there was definitely some laws that changed. There was something, but we right. weren't, we're not even sure. Whereas in America, yeah, they, they know, know. and they're Roving voting, Wave, they're voting like all on these it. things. Yeah. You know, it's, isn't that why we're the lucky country? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It should be that your own have, decision. I yeah. think having yeah. it as your own decision. And you know, be. like when they're like pro-choice, pro-life, and all that sort of stuff. Like, I just I'm just pro whatever's right for yeah. you. But even in Australia, that seems to be like. It's a woman's right to choose. We're still not really talking about these issues, no. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good that you shared that story. And also I think that it's good that you get the perspective of both yeah. ways it can be done because when you messaged me and said you were, what, we, what is it called? Like medical. A, medical you're termination. At, you're like, you're <laughs> like I'm, I'm unsure about the um, – what you've called it, family planning. Is that what it you're was just call my this head note. <laughs> family unplanning. I filled out the form, okay? <laughs> yeah, when you messaged me, I was like, is she having an at home abortion? I was like, mm. what does that yeah. mean? I didn't even know that that was like a thing. Well, you must think about what it does to your body. Like, it's you, crazy. But you conjure up all these oh, yeah. horrible movie images. Did it know? live up to your expectation? <laughs> yeah. The doctor said that that's the. Most common procedure these yeah. days. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Mm. And like, I if no I idea. now had to do it again, I don't think I would choose that option. Well, like, I don't know anyone else that has had an abortion, and that doesn't mean that they haven't. Yeah, it just means that none of my friends have spoken to me about it. Yeah, so like that, that's well, crazy. Knows Seeing those stats, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> <Who>? you, you, survey. Everyone knows Ash has now. Yeah, and like you know, that's putting myself well, out that there. That will make other people feel more comfortable yeah. to talk about it. And that's putting myself out there for that. I'm not ashamed of my choice, but I felt like I should have been, and that's the difference. Yeah, that I'm not. Um, and it was hard, and I still had mental health things that went on flowed from it, um, from making that decision, but had no real support because it was a choice. If people are suffering IVF or miscarry or things like that, that's out of their hands. Um, and that is, I can't even imagine being in that situation, um, but I can only talk about my own experiences and it was hard and I didn't feel like I could share my conflict and my pain when my friends were going through yeah. what, like, quote, unquote, like, real hardship and pain to have a family and I'm throwing it away. Yeah. So, but we always finish on a happier note and Eden is our guest today and that is the final five. Oh, no. <laughs> so enthused. So yeah. enthused. I've written down my answers. I'll pull out my card. No, I was trying not to tell you, but then I forgot what they were. So I had to say. It must be pretty important <laughs> if you've forgotten what they were. I only forgot one. Um, okay, Eden, your what do we got? quote to live by. Oh, I don't have one. Sorry. Just make it up on the fly. You don't have like one. Do you have like little... a mantra? No, Something that you've I heard. Don't chant that any YOLO. Yeah. No. <laughs> Living my best YOLO. life. YTB. Well, yeah, the boys. <laughs> that's yeah, the boys. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's quote to live by. Sits our house just damn fine. Yeah. Um, the best advice you've ever received. Hmm. Jeez. I feel like you should have prepped him with some of this. Yeah, I really don't know. 
Nothing your mum told you once or? Jeez, you put me massively on the We're going to have to re-record this at home, guys. <laughs> business mentor. What else do you got? Give me another one. Okay, well, I know that you're going to know your favourite. It's not like, like you can choose, yeah. got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Multiple choice. Move it along. Um, if you had one last meal, what would it be? You can do this one. Um, food, food, food. I would say steak. I feel it. Mushroom sauce. Truffle Is it fries. made for you or have you made it? No, I'd get it made for me. Okay, just because I know you're like quite the chef, so I no. didn't know if you'd like like your own vibes. We'd probably no, go I'd down to Harry's. Made. Yeah, I'd get Ash makes it just as good. Ooh. Oh, but their sauce is pretty good, and the truffle fries. Oh, the truffle <laughs> fries, love that. There, it's, mm. it's a, we need to go back. Yeah, we do. Family outing. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your core value? We have spoken about this at home, so come Hopefully. come through. These is like uh, generosity. Family. Yep, family is one. Good. There Good. you go. See what I'm talking about? Life purpose coming mm. back in. Yeah. It's to had. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're a big family man. That's why I love you. And your fave beverage, Um, I would say beer. Yeah. What sort of beer? Give some more insight. Um, Great Northern. Great Northern. Super Chris. This at the moment, yeah. Yeah. Well, that concludes today's episode. Thank you, Producer Courts, for taking the reins and being the interviewer for I us. Know, after you dumped me last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I always come crawling back. <laughs> well, the goal was for this to be a solo thing. So, like, yes. hopefully there'll be a few more in there. episodes in. <laughs> you did a great I job. I'm the manager. Oh, God. The producer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, what you need. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> um, and also a big thank you to you, Eden, for You're coming welcome. in and doing that. You and should have prepped me on the questions. I would have known. Oh, adv- I'm still thinking about the best advice I've ever given. Okay. I can't well, really even think. Don't worry. I put it in a little thumbnail and on my Instagram and everyone know what it is. <laughs> um, but he's still like yelling at me. <laughs> Not yelling. Sorry. He's still like. I talk very loud. Anyway. He does shout. Um, disgruntled about him not being prepped enough for his last oh, appearance. Yeah, what feedback me. did you have? Because obviously anyone who didn't listen, you should go back. But yep. um, Eden came on, it was a three-parter where you mm-hmm. shared the your death story. of your partner mm-hmm. um, and how that impacted you and your family yep. moving forward and all that kind of stuff. What feedback did you I get never, from I never your family? I listened to it, to tell you no, the truth. But what about from your family or your friends or anyone that listened to it? Did um, you get any one same No, not really, not yeah. a lot. I did get like uh, my sister-in-law said she, she thought, I did get a couple of messages actually saying it was really good. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and so did I. I got lots saying, oh, I would have got four or five messages from, from Ash's friends and, and family saying that they really enjoyed it. Okay. Nice. I was frazzled when I left. It, re- it was like a therapy session. <laughs> was I like a therapist? The whole Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, it was unraveling, trying to unravel the story piece by piece is yeah. really hard. You probably never sat down and even told it like that. Probably in a therapy session. Yeah. That would be about it. Um, but then you or, also wouldn't then go back to back talking about blending families and the impact no. of dating yeah, Ash a big her morning. partner. It yeah, I had a few good drinks after that. A couple <laughs> of stiff ones. No, but you did a good job and thank, thank you. you. You spoke very well. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Words of affirmation. <laughs> Now go do some sort of little job (laughs) fashion. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Another big 
great big thank you to Eden for coming on and sharing our story. It is not easy to do so and I am very grateful for him for opening up and sharing his perspective on this situation. As mentioned in the beginning, if this was at all triggering for you and you need professional support, please check out the show notes for those contacts. And um, if you did like today's episode, please jump over to Apple Podcast give us a rating, give us a review and also subscribe. Again, I just wanted to point out that I wanted to share this because in life there is very many highs and lows. Some we discuss, some we don't and I really just don't want people to think that they need to suffer in silence. So with that, just remember we are all flawed but we are also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at with Love Ash.